Chapter 1 Every trip is a quest, except when it's not. Okay, so here's the deal. Let's say, purely hypothetically, you're reading a book about an average 16-year-old kid in the summer of 1968. The kid, let's call him Kip, who hopes his acne clears up before he gets drafted, is on his way to the A&P. His bike is a one-speed with a coaster brake, and therefore deeply humiliating, and riding it to run an errand for his mother makes it even worse. Along the way, he has a couple of disturbing experiences, including a minorly unpleasant encounter with a German shepherd, topped off in the supermarket parking lot, where he sees the girl of his dreams, Karen, laughing and horsing around in Tony Vauxhall's brand-new Barracuda. Now, Kip hates Tony already because he has a name like Vauxhall and not like Smith, which Kip thinks is pretty lame as a name to follow Kip, and because the Cuda is bright green and goes approximately the speed of light, and also because Tony has never had to work a day in his life. So Karen, who is laughing and having a great time, turns and sees Kip, who has recently asked her out, and she keeps laughing. She could stop laughing, and it wouldn't matter to us, since we're considering this structurally. In the story we're inventing here, though, she keeps laughing. Kip goes on into the store to buy the loaf of Wonder Bread that his mother told him to pick up, and as he reaches for the bread, he decides right then and there to lie about his age to the Marine recruiter even though it means going to Vietnam, because nothing will ever happen for him in this one-horse burg where the only thing that matters is how much money your old man has. Either that, or Kip has a vision of St. Abelard. Any saint will do, but our imaginary author picked a comparatively obscure one, whose face appears on one of the red, yellow, or blue balloons. For our purposes, the nature of the decision doesn't matter any more than whether Karen keeps laughing or which color balloon manifests the saint. What just happened here? If you were an English professor, and not even a particularly weird English professor, you'd know that you just watched a knight have a not very suitable encounter with his nemesis. In other words, a quest just happened. But it just looked like a trip to the store for some white bread. True. But consider the quest. Of what does it consist? A knight? a dangerous road, a holy grail, whatever one of those may be, at least one dragon, one evil knight, one princess. Sound about right? That's a list I can live with. A knight, named Kip, a dangerous road, nasty German shepherds, a holy grail, one form of which is a loaf of wonder bread, at least one dragon, trust me, a 68 Cuda could definitely breathe fire, one evil knight, Tony, one princess, who can either keep laughing or stop. Seems like a bit of a stretch. On the surface, sure, but let's think structurally. The quest consists of five things. A, a quester. B, a place to go. C, a stated reason to go there. D, challenges and trials en route. And E, a real reason to go there. Item A is easy. A quester is just a person who goes on a quest, whether or not he knows it's a quest. In fact, usually he doesn't know. Items B and C should be considered together. Someone tells our protagonist, our hero, who need not look very heroic, to go somewhere and do something. Go in search of the Holy Grail, 
Go to the store for bread. Go to Vegas and whack a guy. Tasks of varying nobility, to be sure, but structurally all the same. Go there, do that. Note that I said the stated reason for the quest. That's because of item E. The real reason for a quest never involves the stated reason. In fact, more often than not, the quester fails at the stated task. So why do they go, and why do we care? They go because of the stated task, mistakenly believing that it is their real mission. We know, however, that their quest is educational. They don't know enough about the only subject that really matters, themselves. The real reason for a quest is always self-knowledge. That's why questers are so often young, inexperienced.